Today's reading is from Isaiah, chapter 52, verse 13 to chapter 53, verse 12, and it can be found on page 740 of the Church Bibles. See, my servant will act wisely. He will be raised and lifted up and highly exalted. Just as there were many who were appalled at him, his appearance was so disfigured beyond that of any man and his form marred beyond human likeness. So will he sprinkle many nations and kings will shut their mouths because of him. For what they were not told, they will see and what they have not heard, they will understand. Who has believed our message and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He grew up before him like a tender shoot and like a root out of dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and familiar with suffering. Like one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he took up our infirmities and carried our sorrows, yet we considered him stricken by God, smitten by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him, and by his wounds we are healed. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before her shearers is silent, so he did not open his mouth. By oppression and judgment he was taken away, and who can speak of his descendants? For he was cut off from the land of the living, for the transgression of my people he was stricken. He was assigned a grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death, though he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it was the Lord's will to crush him and to cause him to suffer. And though the Lord makes his life a guilt offering, he will see his offspring and prolong his days, and the will of the Lord will prosper in his hand. After the suffering of his soul, he will see the light of life and be satisfied by his knowledge and be satisfied. By his knowledge, my righteous servant will justify many, and he will bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will give him a portion among the great, and he will divide the spoils with the strong, because he poured out his life unto death, and was numbered with the transgressors. For he bore the sin of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. This is the word of the Lord. Um, the last few um, Sunday mornings, we've been looking at certain Old Testament figures who foreshadow or prefigure Jesus and his work. They are types of Jesus, and each emphasised a particular feature that the Messiah would have. So we've had that he will be a prophet like Moses, he'll be a king like David, a priest like Melchizedek, and Today and next Sunday, we're looking at how he will be the servant of the Lord and the Son of Man. So today, 
the servant of the Lord. And each of these figures gives us a glimpse of Jesus from a time many years before his coming into the world. And the second part of the book of Isaiah contains four so-called servant songs. Although there's much debate about the servant's identity, some people see him as an individual like Isaiah, others understand him as a collective portrait of Israel, and others see the servant as the godly remnant within Israel. But the New Testament sees the servant's songs as fulfilled in Jesus. In his early sermons recorded in the Acts of the Apostles, Peter four times spoke of Jesus as the servant. Paul wrote in Philippians 2 that he took the form of a servant. And there are many quotations and allusions to Isaiah 42 to 53 in the teaching of Jesus himself. What the servant songs are, are a composite picture of the servant of the Lord. So the first song, which is in Isaiah 42, the servant is portrayed as a teacher, endured, endued with the Spirit, reaching the nations. The second song, in Isaiah 49, the servant is portrayed as an evangelist. And the emphasis is now on the distant nations, more than just restoring the backsliding people of Israel. The Lord would make his servant a light to lighten the Gentiles and would bring his salvation to the ends of the earth. The Apostle Paul used those verses to justify his initiative in Antioch of taking the gospel to the non-Jewish world, the Gentile world. And thirdly, the servant is portrayed um, as a disciple in Isaiah 50, for it's recognised that we cannot teach unless we first of all listen and learn. So the need is for, the, for the, the Lord to awaken his servant's ears morning by morning, Isaiah 54. His ears must be opened first before his mouth speaks as a teacher. And then the fourth song, the one we're looking at this morning, the servant is portrayed as a suffering saviour who is speaking prophetically here, was wounded for our transgressions and who bore our sins. It is extraordinary that eight, speci that, that, that eight specific, these eight specific, eight of the, eight specific verses in Isaiah 53 are quoted by New Testament writers and often many times. And it's not surprising that Philip, when the Ethiopian asked to whom it is being spoken of in Isaiah 53, referred that it was in fact the Lord Jesus. Now, God has a problem. He is the judge of the universe. He made the laws. He has to uphold them. We demand that of him. Justice must be done and seen to be done in his universe. He can't just skate over wrongdoing as if it didn't matter. We'd have no respect for a God like that, who was forever bending the rules. We have an instinctive gut reaction that those who do wrong must be punished. That's what 
the war crimes in The Hague have been up to for the last 20 years and culminated in the last week with the life sentence on Mladic. How is it then that God can forgive us the wrong we've done to him and to others and to ourselves as his creation and still be said to be a just God, a righteous God? Well, Isaiah the prophet wrestled with these questions two and a half, um, two and a half thousand years ago. He was writing between about 750 and about 690 uh, BC. And through him, God revealed how it could all be done. And the predictions which uh, God revealed through Isaiah are so astonishingly precise that if you're not familiar with them, you will marvel at them. So, in Isaiah 51, 1 to 8, we have three promises of salvation. And in 51, 17 onwards, we have three calls to enjoy the blessings of salvation. And in between, there is verse 9 of chapter 51, where there is an appeal to the arm of the Lord to bring about the salvation that all are called to enjoy. Well, Isaiah 52 and 53 identify the arm of the Lord as the servant of the Lord. It is things, um, it is him and the things he does that make salvation possible. The people can be rescued from their sins. Redemption is a biblical uh, picture used of redeeming people from slavery, where somebody pays a price and that person becomes theirs. I also read this week of, uh, again, an incident from the uh, Balkan Wars of 20 years ago, where um, a Bosnian-Croatian woman, who probably was a Catholic, um, Bosnia has three different groups. It has Serbs who are Orthodox, it has Croats who tend to be Catholics, and it has Bosnians who are Muslims. And in that particular situation, often, sadly, when uh, different villages were taken, women would be taken, passed around the soldiers, and then often sold to people as sex slaves. And that's what happened to this woman. And then a Bosnian Serb saw her and uh, he recognised her. He knew her father from before all the atrocities. And so he bought her, not to use her, but to set her free. In fact, he drove her in his car towards the Bosnian line, the Bosnian-Croatian Croat lines, so she could escape. You see, redemption that leads to salvation. Well, let's see who paid the price here to redeem the people of Israel so God could have them back without his justice being in any way compromised. So let's have a little look at the analysis of the passage before we look at it in more careful detail. So, 52, uh, 13 to 15, God says the servant will be highly exalted, a real star, and yet 